0: The card is done and the curtains have been pulled on UFC 263. I'm Tommy from MMA On Point, let's hit it with a hammer and see if there's anything good inside. UFC's fifth trip to Arizona saw a record-breaking $4.2 million gate for Gila River Arena. In 14 fights, there was 1 KO, 2 submissions, and 11 decisions. That's an all-time record. The total cage time was 3 hours, 19 minutes, 32 seconds. If you headed over to BetOnline.ag before the card, 8 favorites left with a win, and 6 underdogs, the biggest being Scotland's Paul Craig, closing at a plus 220. So putting five hundred on him would have netted you a $1,600 payout at BetOnline.ag. And for making Jamal Hill's arm flop around like a dead fish, he's also earned our oh god please someone stop this award but enough about the undercard the main event saw israel adesanya defend his middleweight title for the third time in a 50 45 win over marvin that's his 10th straight victory in the division and his first clean sweep on the scorecards in his career brandon moreno's stunning submission of davison figueredo makes him the first ever mexican ufc champion and the fourth flyweight title holder he landed almost twice as many significant strikes as figgy over the three rounds and won the title nearly two years to the day after being cut from the ufc originally and becoming lfa champion the feature bout, which saw Leon Edwards defeat Nate Diaz via decision, was five rounds for the first time ever. Edwards hasn't lost now in 2003 days. That defeat came at the hands of current champion Kamaru Usman. To Nate's credit, the fifth was the most Leon has ever been hit in a single round in his MMA career with 31 significant strikes landed. Bilal Muhammad stuffed more takedowns in his decision win over Damian Maya with 20 than in his entire 13-fight UFC career combined. And a final note, Terrence McKinney earns our Get Smart Award for his seven-second KO of Matt Frivola because he missed the all-time record by that much but the stats don't tell the whole story let's dive deeper hey what's up guys jason
1: here with a before and after and what a card 263 turned out to be where else to start though but with the second most wholesome moment of the night boogerbeard being knighted by izzy himself and our own Malley getting it all on video that all aside though we've got to start with perhaps the most popular fight in the entire card thanks to diaz Got a load of that How did this fight exactly get booked in the first place, though?
0: If I was to tell you guys 24 hours ago that Nate Diaz will be fighting Leon Edwards, I don't think you'd have bought that. Because I must tell you, my reaction to this, I was pleasantly, very pleasantly, Surprised.
2: Defeating Nate Diaz is going to put me in line to achieve my goal to bring the World Title back to the UK. Name-wise, it would be the biggest name in my career.
1: Diaz made quite the comparison for Edwards, which I felt managed to go under the radar in the build-up. I believe just like how GSP was
3: doing his thing back in the day, I think he's doing the same thing, and he's not getting to no love for it. So I'm, I'm pumped to fight a worthy opponent, and that's what I'm here for. I'm coming to win. He's got an impressive little record and career going on, so let's.
1: Take this So how do each of them think of their performances?
3: Uh, no hey anyway uh, congratulations to him and uh why 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 would you fight anybody but the, the top guy?
2: Decent performance, you know. Um, I, I thought I could've let my hand go let my hand go a little bit more. Um the last round was <laughs> I got complacent, you know, and it paid paid the price so no matter what though, I was not going down no matter what, you know, I I, I had the will to win and I wasn't going to let Nate take that away from
3: me, you know?
1: Diaz didn't necessarily think that's how it would have been viewed on the street, though. fight, fight was a rap.
3: And a real fight in the real world, that's what, that fight's a rap. He was sleepwalking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nate said his camp went well in the pre-fight, but afterwards admitted to a rougher time he had at the end of it.
0: How has this camp been in preparation for a five-round fight with Leon? Let's go, man! Hey!
3: Camp went good. But well, I got cut in training. That's why we had to push the fight back for a month. And um, <clears throat> I kind of lost all all motivation to train and work out hard and all that. So I kind of just lingered around for a month uh, getting ready for war like that.
1: So what is next for either guy? I want to fight
3: in you know, three or four months. I'm ready to hop back in there uh, just to heal up. If I was, if I was unscathed, i I'll be back next week. What do
2: you think? I feel I like feel I should be next to the title shot. Like, that's nine, nine in a row, ten in a row. Like, there's no one else that's doing what I'm doing, you know? I've offered to fight everybody Hamzat, um, Diaz, Bilal. These guys are never, like, in the top ten, you know? And I'm, I'm one that's saying, yes, everyone else is, like, bitching and sitting out and complaining. I'm one that's showing up, fighting and, and beating, fighting these tough guys, you know? So, I
0: feel I deserve the next shot for sure. So, is Leon Edwards or Colby Covington the number one contender right now? Colby,
1: And how does Dana feel about another five-round, non titled non-main event?
4: Diaz really wanted to do it, so we sat in that room that I talk about, that will be in on Tuesday, and we decided that we would do it. I don't want to make a habit of it.
1: And so then on to the most wholesome thing that happened in Arizona. What a performance from Brandon Moreno, who was positive all week, he even managed to make friends with Diaz.
5: This guy is amazing. It's the first time I meet Nathan. He's an amazing person, bro.
1: Figgy felt a bit differently about Moreno? First of all, he talks a lot. And I'm gonna shut him up because I'm gonna knock him out in the first round. And so this is where Moreno brought up what was personal to him about it.
5: I never trust time with anybody. So man, I, I just wanna finish the fight early, but the guy's real, the guy is powerful. You know, he tried to knock me out in the first fight, and then he started to make excuses. He throw out little B. And the start of the nightmare, man, was 30 hours of
1: nightmare. Figueiredo was even talking about moving up in weight.
0: I always, I'm always looking for the big fights and I want the boss to listen to this one, because I want him to put me and give me a chance to move up on category, because I want to get that uh, belt. Which
1: is exactly what Moreno criticized after.
5: Man, we need to be honest, he cut too much weight. I think it's unnecessary. Uh, Figueroa crying after uh, make way, very dramatic in the last uh, minute of the you know of the time.
1: So here's Brandon talking about being champion before he won.
5: Fierce Mexican, uh, fierce Mexican champion. That sounds, man, I love how that sounds, you know. And after, man, I can't believe it. You know, it's this moment is so special. You know, I, I, I'm always you know trying to make jokes and play with everybody, but. Today was an emotional day for me. I have 10 years like a professional, 15 years um, doing this sport, and this moment is so special, I mean, not just for me, it's special for all the people around me, you know, who support me in all this journey. So, man, I know with this belt, I put the sport in other level, and that make me feel amazing.
1: Here's Dana doing the same.
5: You think I'm I'm a star in the company?
4: you win this fight, you're gonna blow up in Mexico. Yeah. Do you think Moreno can be a star for you guys in Mexico? I think he is already. This kid starts rattling off uh, title defenses, and holy shit, yeah, I bet,
1: I bet we got a big one. This is probably the most intriguing quote of the night for me. It really reminds me of Izzy saying this against Gaslam in the middle of his first title fight.
5: It's not just for me, it's not for me. It's for my wife, it's for my daughters you know so if I need to die for for them I can do that.
1: and finally for the main event there is no doubt which fight had the most steam going into it can't even hear what you're saying. I'm... Much of the buildup was, of course, based on how the two have fought before. But Tori said some crazy things here. You can go back and who did you be? Who did you beat properly? Who did you beat? I, knock, I knocked dude, i I'm going to make you my
2: next bitch. I'm going to do you like I did Costa. Who have you beat? Tell me. A, yeah, no, who have you beat? We'll name, n- name three top ten opponents you've beat. Name. But Perhaps even crazier here. It's a vast
4: difference. Is a vast difference.
1: You lost my, against my Romero. You lost against me. In Petey's absolutely excellent piece that he did for this channel breaking down Izzy's fight camp, his coach Eugene Behrman talked about how Izzy was ready for the takedowns. He even gave Vittori some props about his work on the feet.
3: But I definitely think his stand-up is, uh, although probably to most people hasn't significantly changed, in my mind, kind of I think he's got markedly better stand-up than he had in our first outing.
1: So did Izzy after the
2: fight. Credit to him and his boxing coach. I'll say they improved their boxing a bit. So I think they thought that would be enough, but
1: it wasn't enough. Speaking of which, the craziest thing topping all else had to be Vittori thinking he won. You can at least say I won that
2: one. He's like, what? This this one? I was like, are you serious? He's like, I won that. I'm like, oh, no, no, we can't. We can't. I just... Eric Cartman mentality, man. It's just you gotta believe your own bullshit sometimes. But hey, nah, it's just it's 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 part of life. Take it
4: and let it let it improve you.
1: So what do you do with him now?
4: Adesanya, before this fight happened, maybe it was two or three days ago, um, we we got the word that I want to fight again in October. He, he hadn't even fought yet, you know, and this kid's already talking about his next fight. I love that. So yeah, we'll we'll figure out him and Whitaker. ASAP. I'm an active champion, so I don't like too much free time, especially right now while I'm in the prime.
1: And lastly, before I go, you have to mention this moment.
4: Jamal Hill's arm was not broken. It was dislocated. They popped it back in and he has full range of motion and the guy's okay.
0: That's nuts. Now that we've given the card a thorough examination, it's time for a final analysis. 263 was the tale of three fights. For middleweight king Adesanya, it was back to showing why he's the best at 185. The failure of his double champ attempt doesn't seem to be affecting his legacy too much. He still felt like a very big deal out there. Bring on the Bobby Knuckles rematch. Brandon Moreno absolutely stole the show, though. One of the all-time feel-good moments in UFC history. A near-flawless victory after the brutality of his first bout with Figgy. I cannot wait for the trilogy. It may not happen right away, but you better. Believe it will happen. Flyweight is as healthy as it's ever been. And finally, we have the perpetually overlooked Leon Edwards. It's funny, both fighters did exactly what they needed to do here. Leon pretty much dominated throughout and showed why he is the elite in the division. And Nate's fifth round Hail Mary Blitz left Diaz fans feeling satisfied that the clock was all that saved Edwards. So for Nate, it's still marquees and pay per view points after that one. For Leon, it's still being perpetually overlooked. Seriously, is he ever gonna get that title shot? All in all, an interesting night. Now it's On to the McGregor Show. Thanks for watching. Please give us a like and subscribe. We've got three new videos or more for you every single week. Let us know what you thought of the video in the comments below. Follow On Point MMA on Twitter and have yourself a wonderful day.